Hi, friends. Hello, hello. You're listening to I'm Sorry What the Podcast with Ashley Sleek. I'm sorry, what? It's just like I showed up at your front door, bottle of wine in hand with 30 minutes of juicy ass gossip to talk about. Like, who doesn't want to do that? I'm sorry, what? We're just here to talk about all those moments that make you really question what's going on in life. Like, why are you hung up over Brad from Bumble? How did Kylie get pregnant again? And, you know, why are you living at home at the ripe age of 29? (laughs) Or is that just me? I'm sorry, what? Hello, hello, and welcome back to I'm Sorry What the Podcast. I'm Ashley Sleek, and it's my fucking birthday. I know that normally I release the podcast on Wednesday, but I just couldn't help but release a little bit early so I could release an episode on my birthday so everybody could just like celebrate with me, you know? If there's one thing I feel like you should have learned over the past 69 episodes of this podcast, because yes, we're on episode 69 and it's going to be like the only episode I don't talk about sex. So like, I don't know what to do about that. But anyways, um, sorry, dad. <laughs> and anyways, I I wanted to be able to have a celebratory podcast, a little bit more vibey, serious of a podcast, not like super serious, you know, but every once in a while, I like to sprinkle these episodes in that, you know, I think I drop some sort of wisdom or like just what I'm going through, you know, and uh, this just happens to be one of those, which I hope it's not like preachy. I want it to be fun. But I don't know when I was thinking about my birthday and, you know, obviously like the podcast is so important to me and this is where like all of my good thoughts and feelings come out. And I just thought it'd be so fun to kind of think about 29 different things that have either like happened or like things that I've learned over the years. So it's kind of like, you know, 29 things for 29 years of life, even though I don't think math wise, that's how this works. I think I'm entering my 29th year. If I or is that how it works? No, I guess you turn one. You know what? You guys, we're not even going to get into it. I don't want to sound stupid in any way, but basically what I'm getting at is I'm going to share with you some 29 things that I've learned. And um, some of them, some of them are like a little bit more serious than others, but I just think that it's helpful. And I, I know you know this. I love a good reflection mode. I... I love to look back and really analyze like what's happened in the past and how it's like led us to the future. And, you know, technically today is not my birthday that I'm recording it. I'm recording it the day before on Monday. And I know that sometimes I go back and forth of being like, I don't talk shit about you on the Internet. And then other times I'm like, I talk shit about you on the Internet. And I think that it's just worth talking a little shit on the internet again about my ex. And this is the deal. It's not that I want this podcast to be about him because it's my fucking birthday. It's my fucking day. By the way, if you don't if you don't watch Vanderpump Rules, um, there's a I guess a character. I don't know what you call her, her name, Stassi. And um, every year she goes absolutely nuts for her birthday. And um, I don't think I'm as crazy as her, but like I get it. So anyways, that's why she she'll yell when she's drunk. It's my fucking birthday. So I just have to throw that in there. Um, But on this day last year, I was literally being screamed at by my ex's dad, like screamed at because I didn't want to vote for Trump. And I. I I mean, at that point, I had already voted like nothing was going to change. I I voted for Biden and I didn't care 
who he voted for. I didn't I didn't give a shit about him or who he was. What, whatever. You know what I mean? And I remember because what happened was and I'll get into this more is that the next day I took my birthday off so my ex and I could move into our first apartment together. Technically, that wasn't our first apartment together. Let me take that back. Our second apartment together, because technically he was supposed to live in the Oregon apartment. Um, But anyways, I had gone. I had this wonderful day. My friend Haley and I went um, champagne tasting with this like fried chicken dinner. It was so good. Um, It was the one I I was her maid of honor. It was her and her husband, Tyler, and then me and my ex-boyfriend. And I had this wonderful night. It was so fun. And then I got back to my ex's place in Petaluma because we were up there and we were staying the night there. And then we were going to drive to Ikea and pick up all of our furniture, go to my place, my parents' place and get all my stuff. And we were going to move in. I was like so excited. I like could not wait for this. Like I just thought because so much of our problems were him not being on time and him not showing up that in my mind, because we'll rationalize anything when we're in love. I thought, okay, but if we live together, he can't be late anymore. And then we won't fight about him being late anymore because we'll be living in the same place. So I can like have a little bit of control over that. Right. I mean, spoiler, obviously, that's not what happened. But so I go back to his parents' house and they had made his dad made some comment about how I never like go up and say hi to him. Right. So like I go up and I was like, okay, like I'm feeling good. It's my birthday. Like I'll I'll go say hi to him. I go up there. Not even within two seconds, he's like, so I know who you voted for. And I was just like, good. I I think I said this in a podcast. You can find it from a, a long time ago. And I, I said, I good, I hope everything about me makes makes you know who I voted for. You know what I mean? Which is no shade to anybody, but like, whatever. Like, sure, I, I hope I came off as a raging psychopath liberal to you. To you, I hope I am the craziest fucking liberal that you've ever met in your life. You know what I mean? Um, Because I hated him, obviously, because he was the worst. And he just proceeds to like scream at me. And I stayed really calm. I was like, okay, I just I understand that people have different views. I'm not judging you for your views. I think that you should respectfully not judge me for mine. I'm just not really interested in having this conversation. And meanwhile, the whole time, my ex and his mom are just sitting there letting me get like screamed at. Finally, his mom's like, OK, like let her go. Let her stop. And then I just stood up and I was like, by the way, this is and this went on for a long time. OK, that I like finally lost my shit. And I was like, by the way, this is why I don't come up here and say hi to you. Like, this is why I don't say hi to you. This is why I don't talk to you. Like, you are so mean to me. This is not the first occasion that you've ha- that you've just started screaming at me. Like, this is so inappropriate. I'm your I'm your like son's girlfriend. Like, there's no reason you should be talking to me like this. Right. And like all the while, like I said, my ex is just sitting there listening and not saying anything. And I go downstairs, whatever. I called my best friend, Julie. I was like, I I tried. I don't know what to say. Like, you know, I'm trying to make amends with him because this this was like such a point of contention was that like I didn't get along with his family and I kept trying and kept trying. But every time I tried, they would do some shit like this. And I just remember going to bed like devastated, like, oh, my God, I'm like, this is never going to get better. And it's my fucking birthday tomorrow. And I woke up. And I was like, okay, we're going to get back in the spirits. We're moving in. Like, this is happening. Like, 
we're moving in together. Everything's going to be good. Like everything's going to be okay. And I, you know, I wake up and we, and we move and, you know, we go get my bed for my parents' house and all this stuff. And, you know, like, listen, if you know me, which you guys do know, I, I treat my birthday like a national holiday. So the fact that I didn't have like a birthday dinner planned that night or like, you know, anything was pretty significant. That's pretty rare. You know, like this year I'm going to have dinner with my family and, um, you know, I have a party planned on Saturday, which I did then at this time I did also have a party plan on Saturday. But the day of, I usually try to do like something. And the fact that I just like all I wanted to do for my birthday was move because I was so excited because I was so in love that I was like, this is going to be so great. I can't wait, blah, blah, blah. Okay, anyways. So, um, you know, we move in together and I have this like distinct memory that always pops up. And I think if you've talked to me in the last like couple weeks, I've kind of brought this up because it's just been a lot of like reflecting on like how I felt on my birthday last year and how I feel today. And I remember one of my best friends, Jenna, called me to wish me a happy birthday. And I was sobbing. I was sobbing. I almost didn't even answer her call. And I bet you, and I know, I don't bet you, I know there were so many calls I did not take on my birthday because I just knew that everybody was going to, you know, everyone's going to be excited. It's my birthday. They're calling me. They just want to wish me happy birthday. They want to wish me love. And I was so heartbroken, so heartbroken, because not only the night before did I not get love and support, but we moved in together and my ex wasn't going to stay the night. He was like, well, I didn't know we were really moving in today. And I was like, we picked up my bed from my parents' house, you know, and I just felt so abandoned, so unwanted, so unloved, so self-conscious. Like, I just thought that that was the love that I deserved. And I know I said this in a few other episodes and I'm not trying to, like, repeat the breakup episode or anything like that. But, you know, then in March when I did that episode and, you know, I did one, you know, not too long ago, kind of following up on all that. It's, you know, I, I, I don't want to sound like a broken record or repeat myself, but it's just so insane what we think we deserve and what we allow ourselves to, to you know, be put through because we think that like this is it and this is love and it's just, it's not. So that was me then, right? Let me tell you about me on my birthday this year. Like, obviously, I don't know how I'm going to feel tomorrow, but I'm I'm uh, this is how I'm feeling now. It's I'm so proud. I'm so proud of of where I have gone, where I've come from, what I've done. I know it sounds weird and I think it's in one of these these things. So I'll have to get to my 29 list before I start jumping around. But like I had no idea how bad like a breakup was going to hurt, of course, because I'd never really I mean, I had but like I hadn't gone through a serious one. But I also never realized how incredibly life changing it is in a positive way. You know, I I I got hurt so bad. But the way that I'm rising from that fall is this person that I think I've always really wanted to be. And I think that I am so excited to spend the rest of my life like becoming her, like becoming this person, you know, that isn't going to let that happen again. Because guess what? Like if you're being yelled at in front of your person, 
they should have your back no matter what, no matter what. And if you're sitting there like, it was his dad, it was his dad, respectfully fuck off, respectfully fuck you. It doesn't matter if someone's in the wrong, they're in the wrong period and they should be defending you. They love you. It should kill them that anyone would treat you anything other than a fucking princess queen. So like all that experience and me just like it's crazy to look back at like how poorly I was treated. That's that's what it is for me. It's this reflection of like, oh, my God, I was treated so bad And that's so fucking stupid. Like, that's so stupid. We don't need to be treated that way. So I'm just going to let this lead into this, like, painting the scene of where I'm at, telling you the truth bomb of my birthday from last year. And let's get into these, like, 29 things I've learned. Obviously, this isn't all in, like, one year. This is, like, over the course of my life. These are a few things. So um, number one was we waste so much time doubting ourselves. And... I mean, I, I it's funny. This is like literally the first thing I wrote down because I know that I do it all the time. Like I spend so much time not doing something because I think I can't instead of just doing it. Like if I just put the effort in to doing it as the effort that I'm telling myself I can't, like we would be good. Number two, time heals. So many people told me this when I was going through my breakup. And I know like I was just chatting with one of my girlfriends about this because she's like, I'm sure I'm sure it was so annoying. And to me, it it wasn't. It wasn't like, of course, it gave me a little bit of anxiety as far as like, oh, my gosh, like how long, how long? That's what I kept thinking. But eventually I was just like, you stop thinking how long and you're just thinking how far like it's not about how long it's going to take. It's about how far that you've come at every single step. So time is a magical thing and it really does heal if you let it. Number three, try not to get wrapped up in expectations. I think we put really high expectations on things and I think you should have value and right. And like you should you should know what you want. But let's not get too wrapped up in like how someone should act. And if someone's just not acting, consistently isn't acting the way that you you were looking for them to act for you, if they're not treating you the way you want to be treated, just leave them. But don't waste time building somebody up in your head just for them to like never make it there. You know what I mean? Um, Number four, there is no direct path to our goals. This took me a really long time to figure out because, you know, I spent so much of my life wanting my my plan to go one way like this was the goal this is what I was going to do and we were just going to take this one road straight there but like it has diverted so many freaking times I've taken so many different paths and there just isn't there isn't a path to A to B it's not that simple there's always going to be a C D E F all the way to Z like everything's going to happen in such different ways and the sooner you can just embrace that and let it happen and go with it, the easier it will get. Not everybody is supposed to be a permanent character in your story. This is also something that was really hard for me to understand because I love people and I love friendships and I love relationships and I just, I harbor everyone and I put them so importantly. And, you know, the friends that I've lost so far have been so it's so hard for I'm sure it's hard for everyone. So I'm, but I'm just speaking to myself like it's so hard for me to process that. 
But now that I'm older, I'm getting this understanding that it might not be this horrible thing, right? And it's not just friendships, like jobs, relationships, you know, some people are are just meant to get you through a certain part of your life, but they're not necessarily going to be in your whole life. And like, that's okay too. Um, <laughs> This was one of the less serious ones. Literally always have a pet on you. That period. I don't think like I need to explain that anymore. But like the amount of times it's just like, do you have a pen? Do you have, just be the bitch who has a pen on them. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> you don't owe anyone anything, but you should still be respectful. So looking at this from like a job standpoint, I think, you know, we get really wrapped up in wanting to make sure that, you know, like, oh, I can't leave this job because this and this and this. And a job can get rid of you literally at any point. I think I've talked about this before. And you really don't owe them anything. But you should always do like a two weeks, which is same with people. You really don't owe anyone shit. And if someone's like being an asshole to you, then you don't owe them anything. But be respectful. You know, like I'm not a big ghosty ghoster. I do it on occasion. But like if if you value that relationship, just explain to them, you know, um, <laughs> we need to be more proud of our bodies. This is a very hard one for me as well. I feel like if you're playing the I'm sorry, what drinking game today, let's do it every time I say this was a hard one for me. But I've struggled with body positivity and all that stuff my whole life. And I am definitely not off that train. I was saying that like, I'll, usually around my birthday, I get like really sad and weird. And um, I had it really this year, but then it all hit me last night. Like every fucking emotion in the book hit me last night. And I've still been feeling it all throughout today. And one of them was just like this, you know, you're hideous, you're ugly, you're fat. Like all those thoughts, like all those negative thoughts have just been like swirling around today. Right. But like, I'm trying to be more when those happen, just kind of accept them, let them in, but switch up that narrative. Like, we should be so proud of what our bodies get us through every single day. Our bodies literally survived a worldwide pandemic or still living it. Honestly, it's not really over yet. Like mine has three chronic illnesses and a new unknown problem. And it still got me to Disneyland and it still got me out and like doing ratchet shit. And I'm proud of it. I'm proud of it. So I think we should just be more owning and proud of our bodies. Um, <laughs> breakups are fucking hard. That's just what I wrote for number nine. Breakups are fucking hard and they really, really are. And I, I cracks me up because I genuinely, it wasn't that when my friends went through breakups, I didn't believe them. I did. I always felt so bad for them. I just thought for me, I was like, okay, well I've survived. Not this makes, I don't want this to sound any fucked up in any way. I just, and I don't, I, I feel like when my friends were going through breakups, I felt for them really hard, but I just never knew what it really felt like. And I just thought to myself, OK, well, like I've been stung by a stingray. You know, it can't hurt as bad. But holy fucking shit, that shit hurts. But the second part of this is that doesn't mean it's not worth it. You know what I mean? Like breakups are so fucking hard. It hurts. But that doesn't mean that it's not worth it. I, I would rather go through a breakup than never even look for love again. You know, I know I've said that a few times, but I think it's important. Number 10 is to cherish the good people in your life. You know, I talked about how some people are here just for like a little bit and they're not meant to, meant to be main characters or anything like that. But there are people 
who should be very main characters, supportive characters in your life and do not take them for granted. I got so lucky with my friends. I literally just struck out. I don't think that's the right term. I feel like strikeouts are bad. I hit a home run. Let's go back to baseball. I hit a home run with my friends and I have a lot of them. And some people think that's stupid. And I totally understand because they're like, hey, quality over quantity, which is so true, by the way. You don't need 100 friends. But that doesn't mean I don't have 100 good friends. I I know that there are people that come and go and there are some people that aren't good friends. And it takes me a while to to identify that and kind of, you know, move on from that. But like, I, I just try really hard. And sometimes, you know, I'm not sometimes I fail at this. Sometimes I'm really great at it. I just you know, being there for my friends because they're there for me so, so much and have gotten me through literally some crazy, insane times. And I just am so grateful for them all the time. And, you know, the ones that have been around for a long time, the ones that have been around for maybe not as long, but they like they, you know, they're there. And and I just think it's so important that those people that do you well, you treat them well. You don't want them to go away. You need them. Hard people. Good people are hard to find. Um, number 11 is the family motto in our house, which is everything happens for a Riesling. I have beat this over with a dead horse, so I won't get into it anymore, but it had to be on the list because it's important. Uh, number 12 is there's no handouts. I'm sorry. I, this, this one, when I graduated from college, I was like, I have a degree. I have a degree and I'm going to like get a job. It's going to be that easy. It makes, no, no. And I'm not saying that that's a handout, by the way, because like getting a degree is really hard. But like just because you, you know, go to college, it doesn't guarantee you a job. It helps. But like you have to work hard. And even then, like everything's about the hustle. Like no one is just going to give you a job because you graduated. You need a network and you need a try. And when you meet somebody, you need to stay connected with them. I had I I failed on that for a lot a lot of my professional career. A lot of my professional career when I like left a job or, you know, met somebody it was cool and I was like, great, but I never kept up with them. And that was such a mistake because I feel like there people will get you places and you need to like stay connected. Um, number 13. Do not waste time on people who don't make you feel good. Facts. (laughs) 14, be extra. Be extra. Be yourself. This is my favorite quote that's been floating around TikTok right now, which is you will never be too much for someone who can't get enough of you. And there were so many times where I have been like, oh, my God, I'm too much for this person, whatever. And I would try to like not like lower myself down, lower my voice, lower my personality. And it's like, no, fuck you. Like if you're not interested in all this, then you're wrong, not me. Like then I'm I'm just not for you and I'm not supposed to be in your life and that's okay. But like be yourself, be extra, love the shit you want to love. If you love pumpkin spice lattes, love pumpkin spice lattes. If you love Dungeons and Dragons, love Dungeons and Dragons. If you're a star nerd, be a star nerd. Like don't let anybody make you feel bad for something that makes you happy, you know? Um, number 16, it's okay to take breaks. So I'm doing these together because 15, 16, 17 kind of go together. It's okay to take breaks. It's okay to say no. And it's okay to put yourself first. And I'm just saying these are things I'm learning. Okay. Not things I've mastered. All right. 
<laughs> Number 18. This is for my dad. We really need to treat our cars better. Just like, uh, you know, like as individuals, at me in particular, yes. But like, you should really get your oil changed, like for reals. Your car, you have to be like, your car is going to be there for a long time, hopefully. And if you don't take care of it, it's going to get really fucked up. So take care of your car. Um, 19, never settle. Facts. Number 20, there are many different types of friends. And this is something I think as you grow up, you'll learn a lot because when you're in school and stuff, it's still like that because you kind of you could have your like sorority friends, your sport friends, your party friends, all those kind of things growing up. But when you get older, it's like really because you you don't see these people all the time. Like you're moving on and they're like getting married and having kids and stuff. And like there's friends that you just have. And there's some people that you literally can just pick up a phone and you haven't talked in months and it's like it's been two days, right? And there's friends that you talk to every single day. There's friends you talk to once a week. There's friends you FaceTime. There's friends you text. Like everybody kind of falls into their own bucket. But what I think is important about this is making sure that you're on the same page because you could be thinking in your mind that like, oh, I love talking to this person like, you know, every once in a while and it's great, but they could be really hurt that you're not reaching out to them. So the communication there is like really important, but just to know that like, not everybody in your life needs to be there every single day. Like, it's okay. <laughs> um, 21, be communicative. Literally just what I said up there. It's just important to share your thoughts and like, don't be afraid to like, tell people how you're feeling. It's the only way they're going to know. <laughs> I got a little bit into wedding stuff, obviously, because it's my things that I've learned. I've only, I only did two. I limited myself because I was like, I could make it an entire 24, a 29 list of things about your wedding. But I'm just throwing this one out there. Put whoever you want in your wedding. And I mean, whoever. And you, which goes into like, don't feel obligated to put somebody in that you don't want. Don't feel like you need to have the same number as your partner. If your partner's got four friends and you have 12, who the fuck cares? You don't need to put a friend in that put you in their wedding. No obligation there. If you don't if you don't feel like you want that person there that day, don't do it. <laughs> Make sure your maid of honor is a planner. 23. Make sure your maid of honor is a planner or your best man. And if you're not if you have like an uh, you're like, okay, I really, really want this person to be my maid of honor, but they suck ass at planning. Have a Como, make sure that person's a planner or have someone designated to do the planning. But it's kind of like if someone's going to put all that fucking hustle into it, make sure they're like, you know, either a maid of honor, at least standing second in line or some shit, like make them feel special if they're putting their planning in. But for the love of fucking God, unfortunately, for some people who feel like weddings are a little over the top these days, I love them. So I'm not going to say shit. Weddings have become a little over the top, okay? It's a full fucking extravaganza, and you need to have someone who can handle that shit. And like I said, there are services for this too, so it's like, if you want someone you love and you want them to be your maid of honor, but they suck, just be prepared for that. Sign to the other bridesmaids in the weddings, you know what I mean? <laughs> 24. I saw this on TikTok too, and I stole it. Everyone has their Scott Disick. If you don't know what I'm talking about, might have missed my last episode when I talk all about Kourtney Kardashian and how she's dating um, or she's engaged to Travis Barker and everyone's like, oh my God, Scott Disick, Scott Disick. What I mean by this and what I think the TikToker meant, I just, she just wrote it and I was like, oh my God, facts, 
is I think that everybody has at least one person that they think is their soulmate, that they're convinced is going to be there forever. And so they bend their entire existence to this person and they change who they are for this person. That is your Scott Disick. You keep giving them chance after chance after chance because you're like, this is going to be the one. This is going to be great. And then and then it's not. It's really not. And you will find your Travis Barker. And I mean, that that's just assuming in their situation right now that he's good. We can we don't know. We're not in it. But like what Travis seems to do for Courtney is allow her to be herself and be authentic and feel comfortable and feel safe. And that's what you're looking for in a partner. You don't need to change who you are for a person. Of course, there's compromises and shit, but like that's over like date nights and shit. But like who you are as a person, you need to find the person who's going to love you for that. Um, <laughs> you need a karaoke, uh, you need a go to karaoke song and you should know everyone else's. Just want you to know that like I literally texted Mr. Gorgeous after I wrote this because, yes, I know we're not talking about like dating today, but he's still around. I know there was concerns. He's still around. Um, but I was like, oh, shit, what's your karaoke song? I was like, I feel like I should fucking know, you know. Um, it did not disappoint, by the way. Uh, uh, mine is Whitney Houston, Want to Dance with Somebody. And I think I absolutely slay it. Um, I will also do Share Believe. And um, what can I say? I am a diva. You will never be too much for someone who can't get enough of you. Um, but I think you should have one. Everyone should have one. Just enjoy it. It's fun. It's a fun fact about yourself. Everyone needs it. Um, number 26. If you are constantly making excuses for them, they're not the one. <laughs> number 27. <laughs> Sing in the car. Do it. Be weird. Who the fuck cares what Bobby's doing in the car next to you? They sound boring. If they're not doing your entire karaoke song rendition with hand movements and gestures, they're not living their best life and you should live your best life. So number freaking 27, sing in the car. <laughs> number 28, try therapy. Just try it. I know it takes a while, a long time sometimes to get a therapist that you actually like, like, I know because I just paid $80 to dump one and I've been through several and I've had a good times and bad times, but I really just think that like everyone should try it once at least. And number 29, our very last one here is you're never too old and it's never too late. I think that I know personally, I got really wrapped up in that. I get wrapped up in it all the time. I feel like I'm so behind in my career, so behind in my love life, so behind in like all this stuff. And I just like don't think I can catch up. And like I don't even want kids, which is like a huge pressure for women, right? Because they're like that that whole pressure of like your clock is ticking and blah, 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 blah. You know, I, I don't even want them, but I still feel the pressure of like, I'm not doing enough and, and it's not happening soon enough. And, you know, everybody else is doing this. But it's like there's no time limit. You know, I mean, I mean, there is like we're all going to die one day, obviously. But like we don't know when. So don't stress. And if you want to change, if you're not happy, change it. If you don't like your career path you're on, change it. If you don't like your relationship, dump his ass, as this guy on TikTok that I follow always says. But, you know, it, we don't have to be stuck in a timeline bubble. We are allowed to try new things and be ourselves and, 
you know, at any at any freaking age. Okay, so this was 29 things for 29 years, you guys. I hope you enjoyed it. I really do. I really hope you try something that you love. Listen, this podcast was a big risk for me. I was like, is this a waste of my time? Is anyone going to listen to this? Is anyone going to like it? I, you know, I lost my dream job or I left my dream job and I lost it part of it because of COVID and all this stuff. And I just thought my life was going to be like so over, you know, and I found my own way of doing what I love. And I'm so happy to be here. And, you know, I just I know it's been so preachy and you're like, just stop with your preachy bullshit. But I just can't get over that like a year ago. I spent my birthday bawling my eyes out thinking that I was never going to be loved and that I wasn't worthy of love. And I don't even recognize that person. I feel so sad for her, but I'm not her. And if you're going through something right now, like I just want you to know that it's going to get better and, you know, just lean on the people in your life who are good for you and find things that make you happy and treat yourself when you need to treat yourself and be nice to yourself. And you're like, Ashley, you've already given us a list. Stop giving us a list. But I don't know. I'm just in a silly, goofy mood, you guys. And I'm just trying to inspire bitches. I'm 29 years old. Last year till my 30s. Please celebrate for me today, whether you're having a cocktail tonight or journaling or calling a friend, doing something that makes you happy. Celebrate with me and do something that makes you happy. And just don't forget that you're literally the tits. And I'm so happy that you took the time to listen to this podcast. And it means the fucking world to me. And um, yeah, I'm about to be a spinster. I'm going to turn 30 fucking years old. Listen. It's fine. It's fine. Okay, so one last thing you could do, I'm just saying for my birthday, is if you haven't check it, checked out, checking out, if you have not checked out the bread club that I'm obsessed with, the Keith Justo bread club, please fucking do it. I'm telling you, I'm literally telling you it's worth it. You know what's so funny about that, actually talking about my birthday? I was going to go on to all these things about like, what was my favorite birthday? And like, what was my favorite present? And then I was like, nah, we're getting preachy today. We're in the mood. Um, but one of my favorite, one of my, one of my favorite birthday presents was on my 21st birthday. My best friend Aaron got me a birthday bitch baguette. This is, I have two best Aaron's, uh, two besties named Aaron. And um, so she got me a birthday bitch baguette. And on your 21st birthday, there is nothing like coming home to a full fucking baguette of bread. Like, you know what I mean? And it's just been this running joke. And I'm just saying that in your bread club monthly, you get two baguettes. So you too could have a birthday bitch baguette or give a birthday bitch baguette. And it's so convenient right to your door. I love it. I'm obsessed. You can use promo code sleek for 50% off your first order. And it's going to be so worth it. You're going to be like, Ashley, this was the best thing I ever purchased. And I'm gonna be like, I know I told you. So um, the link is in my bio on Instagram at Ashley Sleek, or you could do kgbreadclub.com. Just sign up, use the promo code, have some fun. Okay, you guys, thank you so much for listening. I am off to start celebrating my birthday. I mean, I've been doing it all fucking month. Like, hello. Okay. Love you guys so much. Okay. Bye. Listen, if you have talked to me over the past year, then you know, there's only one thing that has been saving my 2021. And that is my Keith Justo bread club subscription. You guys, 
This is the best thing that's ever happened. I know that's dramatic, but hear me out. You get monthly two baguettes, one sourdough loaf, and then like a monthly loaf, which is different. And it's always something super fun. And my family and I fight over this shit all the time. And it drives me crazy because I'm like, listen, only one of us is playing for the dough here. I'm bringing in the dough. I'm ordering the dough. Don't touch my bread club. It's come in handy so many times because I'm the kind of girl who's never going to show up to a party empty handed. And I always bring a bottle of wine. But now I'm like upgraded because I'll just slice up my baguette, bring some salami and cheese and bam. It's like, hi, I brought wine and classy charcuterie and the literal best sourdough bread you're ever going to have in your life. You're welcome. You will not be disappointed in this bride club. Sign up now. You can get 50% off your first box using promo code SLEEK because you know your girl's going to hook you up, S-L-E-E-K. And you can sign up at kgbreadclub.com or you can follow the link in my bio at Ashley Sleek.